Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Today we will continue with our examination of the Divine Liturgy. And the next step in this process is the, what's known as the second antiphon. Antiphon meaning a hymn that is saying antiphonally, meaning that it goes back and forth. And that second antiphon we are familiar with on Sundays as Save Us, O Son of God, who rose from the dead, those who sing to you, Alleluia. What's interesting about this particular hymn is that that's not either the norm, nor is it the only way that that song or hymn is sung. If you come on a weekday and we do a weekday liturgy, that hymn, and rather than saying Christ who rose from the dead, it says Christ who is wondrous among the saints. And that is the most common version of this particular hymn because a divine liturgy is done somewhere in the world in the Orthodox Church every single day of the year. And so that particular version of the hymn is sung almost five times as many times as Save Us, O Son of God, who rose from the dead. In addition, this particular hymn has various versions depending on major feast days. For example, the Nativity of Christ it says, Save us, O Son of God, who is born of the Virgin. On Epiphany, save us, O Son of God, who is baptized in the Jordan by John. On the Presentation, save us, O Son of God, who is held in the arms of the righteous Simeon. On the Annunciation, save us, O Son of God, who became flesh for us. On Palm Sunday, save us, O Son of God, who sat upon the colt of a donkey. On Ascension, Save us, O Son of God, who rose from our midst to the heavens in glory on Pentecost. Save us, O good paraclete, on the transfiguration. Save us, O Son of God, who is transfigured on Mount Tabor and on the elevation of the Holy Cross. Save us, O Son of God, who is crucified in the flesh. And what we see here is a pattern that we talked about last week with that word, Nimonesandes, which roughly translates means, let us, the ones who remember. And this hymn is an exercise in remembering. We remember that Christ rose from the dead. We remember that Christ is wondrous in his saints. We remember that he was crucified in the flesh. We remember the paraclete, or the Holy Spirit. We remember that he was held in the arms of Simeon, etc., etc., etc. And this pattern of remembering gives us a foundation upon which to have what we could call liturgical prayer, to understand a pattern of how to pray liturgically. And the first step in that is to remember is to recall an act of God, as in Christ rose from the dead. And then 
to ask God to do something in relationship to that memory, to that act. Save us, O Son of God, who rose from the dead. Because he rose from the dead to save his creation, we then ask for him to save us. Save us, O Son of God, who is wondrous in your saints. That salvation has allowed saints throughout the ages to perform miracles. So therefore, showing the world and showing us that that salvation is real. So because you showed that salvation through your saints, you are wondrous in your saints. Save us. And then step number three is doxology. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and to the ages of ages. And that is a pattern that we will see within the liturgics of the church over and over and over and over again. Remembering the acts of God, asking for God to repeat something similar in our lives, and then giving glory to Him. And this pattern of prayer prepares us. It prepares us to pick up our cross and to follow Christ as He asks us to do today. Because picking up your cross and following Him to Golgotha is counterintuitive. Why would anyone think it is sane to pick up an instrument of torture and follow someone to his death? It doesn't sound sane. And yet he tells us, those who lose their lives for my sake, keep it. And if we remember that Christ, the Son of God, second person of the Holy Trinity, was willing out of love to humiliate himself in such a profound way by becoming a human being in order to be tortured and crucified by his own chosen people in order to raise from the dead all of humanity then it becomes natural then it becomes sensible to follow in his footsteps because he has done this awesome thing and we remember this awesome thing and we remember all of the wonders that have been done in the world through the saints because of this wondrous thing. And because we remember and because we have the boldness to ask, save us. It becomes second nature then to pick up our cross and to follow him. Because we know that he will heed that call. He will save us. He will give us the strength to pick up that cross and to follow him to Golgotha. He will, because he has done it before, again and again and again throughout the history of the church. And this is why this form of prayer is so important and why we should learn to practice it. First of all, remembering the things that Christ has done. When we run into that moment of crisis, we think upon the history of the church, the history of the holy people, the stories from Scripture, and think, surely something like this has happened before, and it has. And we bring it to mind, and we say, God, in this situation, you granted this person, these people, your mercy, your strength, whatever it is that he did. Do that for me now in this current situation. For you are a great God who loves mankind and to whom belongs all glory 
It's a simple pattern of prayer. But it helps us connect ourselves to the story of salvation, to the history of salvation, to the activity of God throughout the ages and to all of the saints so that we see ourselves in this larger picture and this larger story. And when we understand that we are the continuation of that story began in Scripture, then it is possible for us to think that picking up our cross and following Christ to Golgotha is not only sane, but the only reasonable thing to do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages. 